Blog Talk Radio. live show from our studio so we're so excited to try it all out tonight so hopefully fingers crossed we don't have any (laughs) technical malfunctions um but we have a great show for you all tonight my guests this evening are the incredible Devin O'Day and then joining us in the studio is Jane Harden and Vicki Branch to tell us all about the Buck Creek St. Jude trail ride which is taking place next weekend and we're also sharing a song featured tonight from Catherine Shipley titled Your Love is Enough, which was actually a winner at the Josie Music Awards this year. So stay tuned in. You will not want to miss a second of the show, a millisecond. You're not going to want to, trust me. <laughs> it's going to be a good one for sure. All right. So first up is our special guest, Devin O'Day, who's a true legend in broadcasting. She is an incredible role model, both as a person and a professional. She has done so much, including being an author, hit songwriter, and hit songs recorded by Leanne Womack, Hank Williams Jr., Pam Phillips, Neil McCoy, Trace Atkins, and a number one for George Strait called The Big One, which was co-written with Jerry House. She is the narrator for over 20 audiobooks, and her voice has been heard on every major network for national clients like Hilton Hotels and KFC, to name a couple. And Devin has been the host of national radio specials for artists Garth Brooks, Kenny Chesney, and so many more. So Devin is a strong, I do want to mention, Devin is a strong advocate for animals and handles many rescues, which is one of the things that we love about her. And she now has two new podcasts that we are going to talk to her all about tonight. So please welcome one of the greatest people you'll ever meet, Devin O'Day. (laughs) He's good. I'm so thrilled to be able to chat with you. I've been looking forward to this. Me too. Me too. I love you girls so much. Oh, we love you too. We really, we really do. I'm telling you, you're, you're, um, you know, you are definitely uh, popular. Everybody has been looking forward to this interview since we announced it. And you were also missed at the Josie Music Awards since you, since you helped us um, a year back or so. People were like, is Devin going to be here? We're like, we're like, unfortunately not, but we'll have her again. I promise. Um, but you, you definitely are loved. For sure. 
Oh, you were so sweet. Well, I had so many precious people reach out to me thinking I was there because I posted about it so much. That is and I said, no, I'm just part of the family. So I, I'm posting about it, but I said, you know, just uh, love it and, and be a part of it and, and, and keep being a part of the Josie family. Oh, well, you are part of the Josie family. And you are just an incredible person. You've done so many things. I mean, it could be a six-hour show just talking about everything that you've done. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. But, of course, I have to start by asking, you know, about, about radio. How did you first find this love for broadcasting? When did this all start for you? Well, you know, it's so funny because I, I loved the radio. I was the kind mm-hmm. of kid who would tape things off the radio, but I didn't tape the music. I taped <laughs> what the DJs. Right. And I would practice, and I always loved it. And my mom, when I was 16 years old, she said, okay, summer vacation, she said, you're not sleeping your vacation away. You have to get a job. You're 16 years old. I don't care if you flip burgers or go to a radio station mm-hmm. and figure out how to do that, but you got to go get a job. Mm-hmm. And so I showed up at the radio station, and I just didn't leave. They said, can you type? And I said, yes. <laughs> And then they said, they said, look, we need somebody to work tonight. Can you come and train? And the guy says, here's the microphone. Here's the record player. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. And he never came back. And that was my first night on the radio. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I stayed on, and I just have always loved it. And I still love finding that great song or those mm-hmm. artists that you just go, oh, my gosh, where did they come from, you know? Right, right. And that's what we loved about you. What we love about you is you also, you promote independent artists as well. I I mean, you've talked to so many independent artists out there and you still continue to, which I think is amazing, you know, to get them out there. I love. Oh, I believe in them so much because I always say that, and now most of our legends, which I mean, our legends are all independent artists now. Right, right. You know, very, very few people have what they call a major record deal. And I always say, People like the music that they like. They don't know what label they're on. When you're listening to a radio show or you're, you know, listening on the internet or whatever, and a song comes on that you like, you don't go, what label is that on? You go, who's singing that? Or what is that song? You know, people don't, you know, and I always think that a lot of times uh, some traditional radio, I think they really discount the intelligence of the listener they say, oh, they don't know what they like. We only hear the major labels here, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I go, no, I want to ask the guy who's got the greasy rag in his pocket, who takes his hard-earned money, and he purchases the ticket to go see an act or whatever. I, I want to see – I want what I want to know what he wants to hear. Or the woman that is heartbroken, and she's sitting in her kitchen, and a song helps her live through the next day. I want to know what she wants to hear. Right. I love that. That's, that's, that's what I'm, you know, about as well. And I have to ask you, um, you've spoken to so many people over your career. Is there an interview that stands out in your mind where you were just like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I just talked to this person? <laughs> you know, there were, there were a couple that really were standouts for me. Uh, they, they're, they're all really interesting in their own way. But going to Loretta Lynn's house years ago, mm-hmm. years ago, it was right after her she, one of her sons uh, was passed away in an accident on her farm, right. and um, 
she, everybody was told if you are going to ask questions, don't ask about him, don't ask about that. She's following through. She's, she's having her, her interview day, but she's really brokenhearted, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, everybody respected that until there were two people left. I was going to be last, but there was one guy ahead of me, and mm-hmm. of course he asked about her son. Oh, no. Oh, no. And she was just broken up, and she mm-hmm. looked, and she says, I'm done. I just can't do this today. And she walked out, and there I was. And she says, honey, are you the last one? She said, well, come on in. And she talked to me and gave me the sweetest interview ever. And I was just a baby. I had just moved to Nashville and Premier, uh, the big syndication company, had hired me Mm -hmm. for peanuts to go and gather, you know, radio interviews. Mm -hmm. And I got the Loretta Lynn interview and just sat there at her house. And she was so gracious and so professional and so kind in the midst of such pain. And I went, I said, now this woman has got some grit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. That's amazing that you were able to actually be there and have like a full on conversation with her. I mean, she just seems like she would be so down to earth. So I'm happy to hear that that's true. (laughs) She is. And and the other one is, and that one actually is on Facebook. And I did that for WSM. And I know that the radio station kept saying, well, don't you want to talk to our morning man? Or don't you want to, she goes, nope, I want to talk to Devin. Tanya and I are old friends, and we kind of came to Nashville really close to the same time, yeah. and we had kind of a friendship, and I I just laughed because at the end of it, I said, you follow the bouncing ball that is Tanya Tucker and try to find ways, and even a record label said, we have never heard any of those stories, mm-hmm. and I said, because you never asked her. I know the stories to ask about because we have this long-standing history, and I said, that's the thing about whether it's age or being in a business for a long time, some of the people I've known for so long that I was there before they got their record deal. Right. Or they sang my demos. I mean, I think about it, Billy Dean sang demos for me because I'm a songwriter and Jody Messina and Mm -hmm. Joe Diffie. I have all of these songs that are in my catalog. uh, uh, Everybody in Little Big Town, um, Karen and Jimmy used to come and sing my demos for me. And they like to sing demos for me because I paid them the day of the demo. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> they didn't have to invoice me because I didn't want to. I hated to mail things. So I said, I'm just going to write your checks right then and there. Would you come and sing a demo? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Seven. Yes. <laughs> too funny. Yeah. I love that. So, I mean, you definitely are someone that is easy to connect with and, and you know, trust, which I'm sure is many of the reasons why, you know, all these great people, you know, have befriended you and you've befriended them and I think that's the coolest thing about this is you know being able to meet new people and make new friends you know that's that's one of the big things that I enjoy but I wanted to ask you because I know that you do live events as well you do live events radio all of that um is there one that you prefer over the other do you enjoy doing live events more would you say what do you think oh are we having our first technical difficulty (laughs) We might be having our first technical difficulty. Devin, are you there? Oh, no. Oh, we lost her. We lost her. <laughs> she'll oh, come back. She'll call back, I'm sure. Oh, my goodness. And we, we were just, we were getting to the good part. You know what I mean? We were getting to the goods. <laughs> you got to love it. This is a new system, by the way, everyone. We're still trying to perfect it, but as you could tell. But we're really, <laughs> it's super exciting, though, isn't it? Oh, I think she's going to be back with us. Here we go. Let's see. Let's All get right. her back on. Devin, are you there? <laughs> I am. Oh, oh, there you are. 
That's hilarious. I knew we were going to have a technical difficulty at some point and this kind of, you know, went completely, you know, but I love, I absolutely think you were incredible. Is there one that you prefer over the other live events or radio? Which one is there one you prefer? I, I, I love the magic of radio. There's something about theater of the mind where you are captivated by a conversation right. and you're not distracted by what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just listen and you can imagine everything. I'm such a what people's expressions are. I like to listen and hear between the lines. But, so I, I really prefer the radio is my favorite medium. But I like live events. I like live events too. There's, you know, I still suffer a little bit from stage fright, and I know people go, "Are you serious?" You know how you know, I, I, but I kind of do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. And you know, now I want to talk about your podcast because I love them. Can I just say I'm addicted to both of them? <laughs> but first, I want to talk about Main Street today. Can you tell us a little bit about this show? Yep, I have I have two podcasts. One is called Main Street Today, and that's a little bit of lifestyle. And you might have uh, a, a somebody who makes their living. Uh, like I had a guy who uh, who uh, it was so funny. He made uh, squirrel picnic tables. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? That and so he funny. did that during COVID nineteen. He was uh, he was trying to make ends meet, and he was a plumber, and all of his business put away. And he sold like you know thirty five thousand dollars worth of squirrel picnic tables that he did as a fluke. So he started this cottage industry. So if you might have a story like, like that, or you might have a story about uh, a woman who left the criminal justice system and started a clothing store for kids called Once Upon a Time. <laughs> I love stories like that. And then you always have a country music element. And then my other podcast is all music, and it's called Devon Based Nashville. And it's a conversation all walks of life and it's about their music and it's really kind of um, these conversations and stories and stuff and some of it is about the music that they're releasing but a lot of it's just about them. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. So much so that we had to actually uh, have it played on Country Box Radio. (laughs) (laughs) And we will be, we will start that. Um, It will actually start airing on our radio station, Country Blast Radio, every Sunday at noon Central Time, starting this coming Sunday. So I'm really excited about this. Um, It's such a great podcast, but you're also on, like, iHeartRadio, I believe Spotify. You're all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much any place that you can find uh, podcasts, you can just put in the name Devin O'Day, and all of my podcasts will show up. I'm actually expanding the brand, and I'm going to be doing some more because they're saying it didn't quite fit into Devon O'Day's Nashville or Main Street today. And so I'm going to be launching another one uh, called Plain to Wisdom. And um, it's people all over the country and it's extraordinary genius from ordinary people. And it's just going to be little short stories of victory from people, you know. Oh, I and, so, so you know, I, I just I love the podcasting medium because you can just tell stories, and mm-hmm. um, and I love being able to tell more of the story than I've ever been able to do in traditional radio. 
Right. Yeah. You have more time. You're able to, you know, talk about whatever you want, <laughs> you know, like it's, it, which I think is the coolest thing ever, you know, and, and, and I, I love that concept of what the new show is going to be about. That's so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm just glad to be part of your network and uh, I, I, I'm really, really excited to be a part of that. And uh, it is, uh, I'm, being on your network and on Hope Nation Radio, which I'm really excited about, because LPA works with childhood cancer mm-hmm. uh, awareness and it's childhood cancer month. So, being a part of what you do and what he does is just thrilling for me because I I love both things. You know, it, I love being able to shine the light on independent artists because I think that's some of the most exciting music that you can hear. Right now. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank right. you. Well, you know what? You guys have, I mean, how long has the Josie Network been going, the Josie Show? How, how long have you been doing this now? So we're going on our 12th year in October. I started when I was 14, and I'm 20, I'm going to be 26 in February. So I've been doing it for 12 years about, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a crazy ride. And, you know, and when you started this, it was almost unheard of that somebody mm-hmm. could do it. Yeah. And I'm sure that you had a lot of naysayers along the way that, oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, no, you can't do that. And this huge award show mm-hmm. that really shines light on all kinds of music. And guess what? You've done it. I think I think it's it's crazy that you say that because I think a lot of people just looked at me as you know this young little girl you know they didn't take me seriously you know in the beginning and um, they're just like oh how cute <laughs> you know but uh-huh. um, I like I like now that you know I'm I'm learning that you know your voice can matter you know what I mean and you can actually uh, you know you can do this anybody can you know if you really want to absolutely absolutely it can and. You know, just because the dream is big and it seems impossible doesn't mean that it's not possible. It exactly. just means that nobody else has tried it before. Exactly. And, and 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 I always say that if there are a gazillion people telling you that you shouldn't do something, that it's wrong, that it's not, not possible, chances are it's the thing you're supposed to do. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, sometimes, sometimes it really, it does work that way. I mean, I feel like, I feel like this was what I was supposed to be doing. You know, I feel like I'm in the perfect spot where I'm supposed to be, as I'm sure that's how you feel as well uh, with everything that you do. And I'm really excited to talk about this next subject because I am a huge book reader. Everybody who knows me knows that I love all sorts. (laughs) I love all sorts of books. And I was really, really just excited to hear that you have voiced audiobooks. I mean, that's the coolest thing I've probably ever, I, 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 I think that's so cool. Like, how did you get started doing that? <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because I've always done voiceover and I'd always done commercials yeah. and, you know, trade things. But my dream, because I loved listening to audiobooks, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. And I grew up, you know, because I grew up doing speech tournaments, and I love, you know, drama, and I love theater and all that. Mm-hmm. But when I went to New York and I, I studied acting and everything, I just go, I, I just, these people are crazy. I, I have to get back to the South. I cannot deal with this craziness. Right. So I moved back down here, but I had this world of drama and all that. And one day, um, this. I got a call to one of the production houses that I do a lot of my voice stuff for. They said, 
hey, would you like to audition for an audio book? And I'm going, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I <sure> would. <laughs> and I got the, I got, and then book, and they, and then they started realizing, go, gosh, you can read a really long time without making a mistake. And I go, years of live radio. Exactly. You know, that's that the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you're always thrown in to do things live. And then uh, the thing that I really think that set me apart is that I, I just, I love drama and I love doing as many of the voices and, you know, and being able to do, you know, the kind of dramatizing the book as it were. And I just get totally immersed in, in the characters and everything. And I hate when they end. <laughs> right. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, that is so cool. What a cool job to be able to like be able to do. And you're also an author. And I wanted to know, are you still writing books or are you currently working on something new by any chance? I am. I am now. The the thing that people can find now, well, they can find any of my books by going to Amazon. My first one is a book called My Angels Wear Fur. Mm-hmm. And it's a book about animal animals that I rescued that turned out to rescue me. Oh, I love that. And so so that is, is available everywhere. And Pause to Reflect was a devotion, 365-day devotional for animal books. But then I've also written My Southern Food, which was for uh, pets, I mean, for, for, uh, for cooking mm-hmm. and for cooking in the South, the good old Southern food. And, and a lot of the, the recipes that my grandmother had passed down to our family in the binder. We have the binder with gravy spills and all stuff on it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I need to cook. I so need all to cook of those are at Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. But right now, I'm a contributor for Guidepost, the mm-hmm. All God's Creatures uh, books. And that series is, is pretty neat because it's a little devotion that, you know, for animal lovers like us. Yes. Oh, I am so excited about that. Please make sure you check out Devin O'Day, all of her books. Uh, please do Amazon. Super, super easy to do. And I'm gonna have to get that cookbook. That sounds so good. Southern cooking. I'm ready. It's really fun. It's a it's a neat book, and it's a lot of very simple things in there. And um, I had a lot of people that criticized me when I did it because they said, "Who in the world needs uh, another recipe for pinto beans with sausage?" And I'm from Louisiana, and it's not really Cajun food. But it's so funny because the guy, the cover of Louisville's Courier, the Louisville Courier, put it on the front page of the food section. He said, these are the best pinto beans I've ever had in my life. See? Get this book. <laughs> he said, simple is good. And he said, I prove you. It's literally, they were the best pinto beans I've ever had in my life. And I said, trust me, people from Louisiana know how their way around the bean. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So good. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try that for sure. Sounds so good. And you did mention um a little bit uh, earlier about your love of our furry friends. And I'm a huge, huge, uh, huge, huge lover of all all our furry friends. And can you tell us a little bit about the work that you that you do? I see a lot of um on your posts where you're trying to save horses and just so many beautiful things. You know what? I do. I do. And my and I don't have the website completed yet, so it'll be up soon. Angel Horse Farm is in Lebanon, Tennessee. And what I do is I t- it's a sanctuary for aging animals, but mostly aging horses that come from kill pens right. or situations where they were on their way to one. And what a kill pen is, mm-hmm. it's an auction 
And it's where meat buyers will literally line up and get as many cheap can, and they mm-hmm. take them either to Canada or to Mexico for slaughter for food. Mm-hmm. And do they eat food in other places in the world? Yes, but they've also found that there are traces in other food that ends up in the United States at places everywhere. There are movies and documentaries. I won't get into all that, but I will tell you the story of one that right after I did the Josie Awards with you last year, I saw her picture and I just went, you know how your eyes lock on a picture? And I saw this very skinny horse, her picture, and nobody had bid on her. Nobody had asked about her. And she was 15 years old, they said, and she was a little broken down. And they said, there's really, you know, and so I got in touch with him and they said, well, we'll try, but you can put a deposit down. Well, I paid the, I got the payment done. We, I, I had to figure out, I had to get transport from Texas. That's where she was. Mm. And I, I paid my payment and I got somebody to go pick her up and they literally pulled her off the truck, pulling out for Mexico. That's how close on the time it was. Oh my God. And and then because of my friends, Josie and Tina, <laughs> I got a little gift in my mailbox, and that helped with her transport from Texas back to my farm. Wow. You're going to make me cry um, again. When I first heard this, I'm telling you, my mom and I, we were just sitting there just in tears. <laughs> we really were, because I think that's just what life's about, you know? It was, and you guys really, and, and it, it, it really, you know, and I've learned in recipe, it really is all about the help from your friends, because I didn't create a nonprofit. Uh, I've always raised money for other nonprofits. So I've got some friends who said, well, you've got to do this because you've got to wait, get ways for people to help you. And I said, okay, well, we'll do that. But in the meantime, Josie and Tina did not wait. They put a check in the mail and that check went right into the hands of the wonderful transport that got Miss Rita Rose deposited on the farm and she was quarantined for 30 days in Texas. They got her here and I quarantined her for a week and now she is the head mayor of all of the horses out here and she's turned out to be 20 more than 15 and it took a while to get her weight back. I thought she was going to last about a week. Right. Honestly, she was so she was so emaciated and just pitiful. But it took from Christmas till really till now to where she just looks shiny and healthy mm-hmm. and beautiful and to get her dental work done and everything. But she really looks fantastic. And so she maybe maybe we just have to call her Rita Rose. Josie or something. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. Well, we're so glad. I mean, you showed us a picture of her. She's gorgeous. She really, really is. I can't see why anybody would want to, you know, get rid of her. I mean, come on now. And there's so many out there that need our help as well. And if you go on Facebook, there's pages where you can be able to see what animals are, you know, on these kill pens, which I had no idea about. I had no idea about until you brought that to our attention. Mm, yeah. So. Most people don't, and and here's an important thing to note, and and what I thought, I don't jump on the kill buyers, I don't jump on anybody, I'm not here to judge, if you save one, you've done, but if you take your horse to auction, you have no control over where that horse goes actually. If you give your horse away, even to someone who seems like they're a rescue, 
make sure that who you're giving it to is actually a rescue. Go see their property. Go know where that horse is going. That's the only way because a lot of the kill buyers will go get free horses that way. Mm-hmm. They'll say, we're a rescue, and we'll give them a good home. And then they slap a sticker with a number on their butt, and then they take it to the auction, and it goes to, you know. So you have to make sure of where your horse is going, and uh, don't ever give your horse away unless you really know. And uh, if you uh, and always put your animals in your will. What's going to happen if something happens to you? I didn't think so. of that. I did not think of that either. Wow. Yeah. Those are the three ways that horses usually end up at a kill auction. Is is you know, yeah. and I mean, I have one that is not old. She's nine years old, but her her human passed away of cancer. But she, before she passed away on her deathbed, she called me and she said, "Can I send Cheyenne to you?" And I said, absolutely. And so Cheyenne will be here, and uh, she's nine years old, so she thinks she's at an old folks' home. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. One of these days, I have to come over and visit, because I'm telling you, I I would be I would be giving them all kisses. I just, I'm that type of person, <laughs> so I just let you know. And they would kiss you right back. Good. They would kiss you right back. Good. They are like, yeah, they're, they're not, they're not, uh, they're not thrilled with riding, so I don't ride any of mine right now, but they really are great for therapy, and they are so loving, and they are pasture ornaments, and they really enjoy their lives. <laughs> I love that. That's where they need to be, is to be able to enjoy their lives, and just, and, and they're in great hands, of course, and yep, I'm going to have to meet Rita Rose, I'm going to have to meet Cheyenne, I'm coming, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Fancy is my man that I've had since she was just a baby. And that one, she was just on a farm and nobody wanted her. And so she hasn't been abused in any way. She, I said, I saved her from a life of uh, winning blue ribbons at a show. Uh, she was a show horse and we retired her pretty quickly. Yeah. The worst trail horse in the world. But she's very prissy and very finicky. But she's 33 years old. And People look at her, and I mean, even the vet comes out. He's like, "I don't get it. She just looks great. What's the deal?" And I said, "Well, it's all the stuff that I feed them: <laughs> applesauce, right? A good diet, <laughs> impressive. Make her a little oatmeal, you know." I said, "She doesn't have many teeth, but she's got some, and we make sure she gets good nutrition from what she gets able to to get down." So. <laughs> so cool! I think that's amazing. Thank you for all of your work that you do for our first. Oh, friends. thank you. Uh, you thank you, thank you. You are just the best, and I'm so glad I got to catch up with you. We have to do it again sometime. We have to. We're definitely going to contact you for uh, next year's award show. We'd love to have you a part of anything that we do. You know, you're always welcome. <laughs> thank you, and I want anyone who wants to reach out who would like to be interviewed for a podcast mm-hmm. and. To me, and, and it's very easy. It's just my email, Devin O'Day, D E B O N O D A Y, at gmail.com. And you can just reach at Devin O'Day at Gmail, and uh, you can find me there. Or I'm sure you can reach uh, through anybody at, at there at the wonderful Josie Network because we all in this together. And I love, love, love finding out the stories. And I got to meet so many wonderful folks from the Josie Awards last year. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just there's just so many incredible artists out there. And anyone that's listening, you do need to contact Devin O'Day. And that's devinoday at gmail.com. Um, and please, please do contact her. And you're just incredible. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And, and before you go, can you please give out all of your links and websites? I know you're on Facebook. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. DevinOday.net is my website. Of course, I'm on Facebook. And, you know, under Devin O'Day, at Devin O'Day, pretty much Instagram, anywhere that you uh, would go. If you just Google Devin O'Day, everything pops up pretty quickly. Um, And I'm active on Twitter. And everything is the same handle, at Devin O'Day or at Devin O'Day's Nashville. I love it. Easy, please make sure you go and check out Devin O'Day. And thank you so much for coming on the show. And we will see you real soon. Thank you, love. You guys have a great night. Now I'm going to go feed my new rescue pig. Yeah, give him, I love it. Get a, get, give him a kiss for me. Okay, I will. Talk to you later. Bye, Talk girl. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the sweetest. She really is. Oh, goodness. Devin O'Day. Check her out, please. Her podcasts are amazing. Devin O'Day. Devin O'Day's Nashville and also Main Street today. She is just lovely isn't she and we do have our next guest here in studio um for the very first time our in-studio guest how exciting is that we have jane harden and vicky branch in the studio tonight uh to chat with us about the buck creek saint jude trail ride buck creek saint jude trail ride taking place next weekend from september 24th and september 27th in alamo tennessee but before we bring them on we have a little message for (laughs) y'all all right we are super excited because tonight we have got a featured song that's right we've got a featured song from multi-award winning Catherine shipley uh, she has a fantastic song out there called your love is enough and uh, it is a winner this year at the josie music awards and uh, it's just a beautiful song so we wanted to go ahead and feature that here tonight so stay with us we're going to go ahead and play that and then we will be back with our very first in-studio guest here at the brand new studios in West Tennessee. Here is Catherine Shipley. Enjoy. Strong when I am weak, 
you pick me up when I fall Your love is enough, always enough, always enough volunteers that work throughout the year so this is even though Jane and I are co-chairing that we have a lot of help and volunteers that we could not do without and Terry Weaver allows us to have it at his farm so we couldn't sure couldn't have it without Terry 
<laughs> yes, it takes a team. Doesn't it take a whole, it takes a whole village? And what are the different things that are offered at the trail ride for attendees to take part for this weekend? On Thursday, we kick it off with a a ride into town, Alamo, mm-hmm. and we'll go around the square, come back. Um, starts at starts four. at four, and uh, everybody's welcome. You know, they bring horses, wagons, side by sides. Um, golf carts, decorated, that kind of thing. We always um, circle the nursing home there in Alamo. Yeah. To, anyway, it, it it's an exciting event for Crockett County and for Alamo. That's amazing. A lot of community involvement. Yes. Well, I look forward to attending. It'll be my first time. My husband, Matt Boone, is actually going to be performing, which is very exciting. So I'm definitely going to be, you know, screaming the loudest. I apologize. <laughs> but we're really looking forward to it. Can you tell us a little bit more of the performances that will be there? Okay. On um, Thursday night from 730 to 1030, we have Matt Boone. All weekend, we have Daryl Holder as our DJ. And uh, Daryl does a great job. Friday night, Theron Jean and the Cowboys from 7 to 9. And then we have the Mickey Utley Band from 9.30 until open-ended. Nice. <laughs> Saturday night, we have Double Edge from 8 p.m. until midnight. And sometime during the night, on Saturday night, we'll take a couple breaks and we'll do some updates on our totals. Then we'll also have a... Firework sparkler celebration to give an update on our totals. Wow. You have such great entertainment coming out. You really, really do. Oh, and it's all for a great cause. And I, I just, if people want to attend, what do they need to do and what are the costs to get in and all of that information? It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people at the gate. If you're bringing a horse, you've got to have um, all the necessary paperwork, the Coggins test and that kind of stuff right. in order to get your horse in. Um, if you're coming and you're camping, you can count for the entire weekend for $30. And that's $30 a person on the adults, uh, 12 and under, I think, what, $5. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, you get a band, so you get in and out all weekend. We do have single day passes this year which we didn't allow last year so we've added that again this year um they had done it in the past and it had worked well so we added it back this year you can come in each day thursday friday or saturday for 15 dollars for adults two dollars for children we try to make it affordable for the entire family but we really focus on the children to be able to get as many kids there as we can yes oh that's amazing. It's going to be a beautiful event for everybody. It really will. And, you know, for those who unfortunately won't be able to make it out, is there a way to send donations or, or something along those lines if they wanted to still help out? We have a website set up, which is buckcreektrailride.org. There is a link. We also have uh, Venmo set up, and it is uh, buckcreek-stjude. We, um, we will... We, on the on the website we have PayPal, so it goes directly into the checking account. But we can also throughout the weekend anybody can can do donations. Perfect, perfect, and I hope you all do that. Once again, that's www.buckcreektrailride.org, and there's also social media sites for this event as well. You're, I've seen you guys are on Facebook. Right. Yeah, so people could just 
type in Buck Creek Joe Rides. You'll be able to find you guys super easy. And we hope to see you all out there next weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I want to thank you both so much for coming on the show and chatting with me. We really appreciate it. We really, really do. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to bring up before we before we left? There's a couple of events that we need to mention so that we yeah. do have great participation in it. Yeah. Uh, we've got a goat roping. Oh. Um, that is on Friday night. Uh, starts at 6. Uh, practices from 6 to 7. You actually start roping at 7. That's a little bit different. So if you... Um, if you have never seen this, you need to come and, and watch, especially there's a lot of ropers in the area. You know, you're not riding a horse when you rope your own foot. <laughs> so it's a little different. It's great. Uh, Friday and Saturday night. So, um, and the young man that's actually bringing the, the goats plus the, all the equipment and everything for this um, is doing this for it to support he does a 50-50 donation, mm -hmm. but it's um, for his high, high school rodeo deal. That's so incredible. he rodeos, and he does this on the side. So he'll be making a little bit to support his rodeo, and then in the in turn supporting St. Jude. Yeah. Um, there's an auction also on Saturday that starts mm -hmm. at 2 o'clock? 3 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Starts at 2 o'clock, and um, auction items are needed. So if anybody wants to make a donation for an auction item, we'll have a live auction that day. We've actually got four auctioneers that are lined up. Mm -hmm. So it should not take a long time in order for it to be completed. Then if anybody's got small items that they want to donate uh, to be auctioned off, we have a silent auction that we'll have set up as well. Um, there's a cook-off. Um, uh, it's just... Uh, like a cowboy cook-off yeah. uh, type thing. It'll happen on at 6 o'clock on Friday night. Um, we'll have two categories, a main dish and a dessert. Mm. So anybody that likes to get out and camp and cook, um, get involved in that and see if you can win some maybe gift cards on that. Ooh, fabulous. Ah, so many great things that y'all do. <laughs> One of the other things to just... Just on a whim, we decided to do some yard signs, and they were just simple. One of our volunteers asked to do this. So last week, we just decided we were going to do it. So we ordered 200 yard signs and just simply put it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, they came in, and today, we have already almost distributed 200 yard signs. That so the community just, everybody has been requested them and you know we've just been delivering so when you come into Crockett County you're just gonna the whole community's involved and everybody the businesses the, the signs are everywhere so it's it's really a, a good thing that's a really good thing that's incredible wow well I mean it seems like there's so many things that people can get involved with and and once again please check out the website that's your one-stop shop for all things um so www.buckcreek.com trailride.org and thanks again y'all so so much for coming on the show thanks for having us and see y'all soon thank you <laughs> thank you jane harden and the wonderful vicky branch <laughs> y'all are great <laughs> love it and they were live in studio for the very first time 
And um, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in tonight here at the Josie Show. We appreciate you all tuning in. And we remember, we are on demand at iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes. So if you're not able to listen to the show live, you can check us out all right there. And I want to thank both of our guests, Devin O'Day and Jane Harden and Vicki Branch for joining us tonight. Also, we want to thank Catherine Shipley for sharing her song with us. And remember to tune in to our radio station, Country Blast Radio, on Sunday at noon Central Time to hear Devin O'Day's Nashville show airing on our station. You won't want to miss it. And we will also bring you some coverage next week from the Buck Creek Trail Ride for St. Jude. So you'll feel like you're a part of it (laughs) as well. So we're going to be doing some live coverage there as well. And remember, sometimes you have to make the hard decisions to follow your dreams. But remember to give it all you got. Make great friends along the way and enjoy the whole journey. Good night, everyone. We're online 24-7-24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station across the planet. Across the planet. Radio station plays more music, more music like this. In that Mississippi River town. Country Last Radio. The music never stops on your Number one internet radio station. show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.